yeah, man. Honestly, I'm just trying to. I'm like, I'm just trying to get that money. <laughs> Become like uh, Julius, your your girlfriend or whatever. Be saying, I don't need this. My man got two jobs. Uh, hold on now. <laughs> hold up now. I have two jobs. <laughs> you acting like you got two job money. I got two job money. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason you got two. You own two jobs. I got one you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, man. Oh, man London is it's life. London is getting expensive as hell, man. London's been expensive. What do you mean getting expensive? London is nah, expensive. Nah, it's because it's of Brexit. Expensive. I'm convinced it's because of Brexit, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I told you the UK is slowly burning. Mm. You realize this all this whole HGV um stuff that's been going on. Yeah, petrol shortage. Uh, shelves being empty as well because of you know. HGV driver shortage and that kind of thing. It's a, oh, it's a problem, man. It's just having a knock-on effect. And, yeah, it's its crazy. The UK, I feel like the UK will be fine in the long term, but this whole Brexit thing, honestly, is, is, it's a tough period right now. Mm. The teething issues with the UK wanting to be its own thing. It's going to be a tough few years, man. For real. <laughs> London's expensive as hell. It's too damn high. <laughs> the cost of everything is too damn high. No. Oh. They're talking about bringing congestion charge to my area as well. I was like, what? It's a good you know thing what? I don't drive, you know? I slightly thought you were already in congestion charge. Yeah, you know what? Crazy. I don't blame you for thinking that. But yeah. No, not yet. Not yet. Give it I mean, they weeks. really did. Do you remember over lockdown, they tried, they tried to tell us congestion charge was temporary they when they remember when they increased the time so it was congestion charge was always from 7 a.m to 6 p.m then they extended it to 10 p.m because they say now we need to raise more money but it's only Mm. temporary don't worry about it temporary in my back foot that's the thing (laughs) it's one thing adult life has taught me about it's like any temporary in inverted commas price increase is never temporary that is is staying. It's, it's staying. there for good, man. I feel bad for you. You drive as well, man. Uh well, well remote work. No, no, no. I want to ask you: Who are you fighting at petrol stations, bro? What what moves are you busting out to get that petrol? Luckily, I've only had to go once because because of remote working, I've been okay. Uh, oh, I really see. I've seen videos of people like fighting each other and stuff and filling their filling their boots with cans of yeah, the little I'm cans. Like, with the nozzles and everything. Wait, I've seen... You see that video of someone with a LucasAid bottle? They filled... They finished their LucasAid and filled a LucasAid bottle with petrol. Like, people are going crazy. Yes. That is mad. How, yes. how far would that even get you, though? <laughs> no, logistically, how far would that get you? That's how That's how mad people are right now. Oh, you see, any kind of shortage, human instinct is to, like... I gotta look. I gotta look out for me and myself. No community spirit whatsoever. Yeah, so I remember last shame. year. Remember, do you remember the toilet paper shortage? Oh, we didn't learn a single thing from that. I Not didn't. I honestly thing. was like, how much are people going to the toilet <laughs> that they need to literally like clear the whole shelf? And then they they brought it down to like two two bags of toilet paper. Yeah, rationing them. It's like, if the world is ending, if there's a zombie apocalypse or anything, we're finished, man. We're finished. You have to, unfortunately, it's going to have to be every man for themselves. It's true. Just yeah. look out for you and your peoples, and that's it. 
because there's no sense of community spirit when it comes to these things. It's the lockdown has taught us that, yeah. So any kind of shortage, and you know what? Christmas is coming up, so um, you know, shopping's gonna go crazy again. <laughs> if you want to get your <sighs> stuff, get them early and stick it in the freezer. You know what? That's there's what one thing saying. you can. There's one thing that I don't know if I want or I do because of shortages. I might need it. The Lynx Africa set, you know, the one that you always get <laughs> at Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if I'll need it or not, but I don't want it. But I might need it. <laughs> Listen, man, Lynx Africa is that default set you get when. You know, just forget to get something. <laughs> Bro, it was just like, oh, thank you. You thought of me. Oh, I've been missing is this, this still, all year. Is it still being produced? Of course it's still being produced. They've, they've adapted the casing and everything. <laughs> you know what? I haven't got links. I haven't bought links for ages in any kind. No, not shower gel, not spray, not nothing. I haven't bought links in ages. So I don't know. Bro, it's still there. Trust me. So they got different uh, scents and everything. They got gold, black and white. How do you smell black and white? I'm just saying. Like, um, <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, I feel like we should actually say welcome back. Welcome back to the lockdown yard. We are here. We are back. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna say everything that we just described is everything that's happened since we last <laughs> recorded. The world has gone into meltdown because we stopped recording. So you know, we thought we should we should bring it back. We bring a bit. Back a bit of stability, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're back. We're here. We missed you guys. And we know that you missed us too because we keep hearing all the nice things about the episodes we've done so far. Indeed. And we're here to bring you more content. So by unpopular demand, we have returned. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with us. We are here now. Indeed. And as I said, you know, I've seen, I went out today, I went past the petrol station, there was no queue, so... I feel like it's coincided with our return. So things have calmed down. The universe has sensed that we have returned. So calm has been restored. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like when summer hit, we were both out. We were both talking to each other like, yo, when are we going to do this again? Like, you know what? Let's just put it off for another month because we have both had motors, I think. <laughs> Actually, man, we've just been yeah. busy. And it's just life is life in, man. Life is life in hard. Let me tell you, this adult life. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I was thinking, I was thinking, and I wanted to, like, get your opinion on this one thought I had. It was just a random thought I had. You know how we're both approaching, like, our 30s? We are? Oh, man. Man, it's like that meme with the tornado. Here it comes. Yes. You can't stop it. Yeah. I was thinking, I feel like 30-year-olds are, like, 20-year-olds have to call themselves 30-year-olds. I think think we're still sorting. I feel like 30-year-olds are still sorting out their stuff, and they just have to call themselves 30-year-olds. Well, you say you know what it is. They're saying what your thirties are pretty much your twenties, but with a bit mm-hmm. more money. That's what yeah, they're saying these days. More so. responsibility and all that. I was just thinking that. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how you been, man? What you been up to? Well, let's see. I'm still here. <laughs> You'd love to hear it, man. Yeah, I'm good, man. Same old. Been working, busy as hell, but. We back. We we managed to make some time to to mm. bring it back. You know, I think both of us are going to be staying in because it's going to get a lot colder. Oh man, right. you know, you know what's coming. You know what's coming. Every time it gets cold, you know exactly what's coming. My video. That, yep, your meme. <laughs> your meme. It's no one else's. It's yours. Cedric the Entertainer. Yep. <laughs> From was it the Haunted House? Yeah, Haunted. By house. the way, him in him in that film is probably one of my favorite performances in anything ever. Honestly, man. Yeah. Every line is just does. funny. <laughs> it's just amazing, man. From the moment he turns up to that house, <laughs> he's doing his <laughs> speech. 
<laughs> he's like, nigga, call me Doug. <laughs> <laughs> you yell at me, dog? You yell at me? And you will know my name <laughs> is the Lord when I lay my hands upon you. Did, did you just quote Samuel Jackson? <laughs> you got the hook? <laughs> yeah, that was he. Yo, Samuel Jackson was a bad motherfucker. <laughs> and that was he, my, my favorite clip. Well, clip when it comes anytime it gets to the cold time of year. What's it? He goes into the room where the wife is possessed and he says, yeah. Sheesh. Hey, y'all got no heat. <laughs> it's cold in here. It's cold as a motherfucker in here. You ain't got no heat. <laughs> yeah, that is your meme, bro. That's all you're telling you. But yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it. Just what, what have we watched? What have you been? What have you watched since we last recorded? Um, I've watched a, quite a few things in the cinema and out the cinema. Um, oh, cinema is back. Oh yeah, cinema has been full back with full effect, man. Indeed. Full effect. I don't even remember what the first thing I watched was. It might have been... Okay, this is completely something I can't discuss with you because you're not into anime, but I think I watched uh, Demon Slayer. Demon, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, oh, Train. All my anime people out there, you know how it is. It was good to watch in the cinema. It's good to watch anime films in cinemas, I think. Oh, it's it in the anime. cinema? Yeah, man, it was oh, in the okay. cinema. All right. Um, I think also Shang-Chi, obviously. The Marvel, the Marvel films came back, so I had to watch that in the cinema. Did you manage to watch uh, Suicide Squad? Uh, the, well, I was going to say Suicide Squad 2, but technically yeah. it's, a, it's a soft reboot. So it's did the, you watch the, that? The, yeah, I did. I did. I loved that. <clears throat> it was a really good reboot. Didn't have to ex- over-explain too much. And the characters, I felt more for the characters than I ever did in the, the first one we got with the AO cut. Like, yo. Yeah, I watched that as well. I agree. I liked it. I liked it. I actually really liked John Cena's performance because... I think was I telling you before that before this film I wasn't really convinced with John Cena as an actor. You said that Bumblebee he um, Bumblebee he would be he was good, right? Was it Bumblebee? No, no, no. I didn't say he was good in Bumblebee. I said he was okay in Bumblebee. Oh, I just okay. thought okay, it's a bit too. You know, I didn't really see that his charisma wasn't really coming through. But in yeah. this role as the peacemaker, <laughs> yes, I was like, <laughs> this this is John Cena acting. I like it's it. back and forth with uh, Idris Elba's character, Deadshot. Like, was it Deadshot or Bloodsport? My bad. Bloodsport, about yeah. Will Smith, yeah. Th- their back and forth was good. I loved the first the first early one I heard, was, I remember it was um, when they were taking out those guys in the village. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, that scene, yeah, was amazing, by the way. It was mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. underrated. That scene where they're just walking through from an action point of view and comedy. Yeah. You see, this is James Gunn, yeah? The mm. way he can just blend action with comedy is just... One of the best in the industry, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure, man. It's like, it's so, these are proper violent things we're watching, but why were we laughing? It was just amazing. So, yeah. this I, I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I enjoyed Idris Elba's performance. King Shark was even better in it than I thought. From the, from the trailers, I thought, ah, oh, here we go, another CGI fill-in kind of thing. But nah, I liked you know, how they display King Shark's abilities and whatnot. It's, it's really good, man. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the? I forget. I forget the character name. The rat lady, rat catcher, rat catcher. Yeah, I that was close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, was, it had rat in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, she was okay. Um, mm. she was meant to be like the heart of the film. I felt they were they really trying to push that home. I think, but uh, no, she was okay. just a nice addition. I don't, I don't know. Sweet. 
Yeah, I, I enjoyed the film. It didn't do well at the box office, though. I mean, you can add pandemic tax to that. Films films coming out post-pandemic are just not going to do anywhere near as good as... Anywhere near as well, sorry, as you know, pre-pandemic releases. But it is what it's it true. is. I mean, Shang-Chi did, Shang-Chi's been doing well, though. I mean... Yo, Shang-Chi's done really well in the US. I enjoy Shang-Chi. I enjoy Shang-Chi. Um, you know, a few issues here and there. But overall, I thought... Yes, good origin story for the character in the MCU, for real. Mm. What do you think? <laughs> Wong, that is all. Wong, yes. Wong. <laughs> I love Wong in that film, bro. This is probably my favourite Wong, Wong appearance in the MCU. Yeah, man. I love Wong in this film. When, like, I haven't liked him in any other film. He just had sass, and at the end with the karaoke, bro. That made me crack up so much. You know one thing that was going around in that film? You see uh, the post-credits, well, spoiler territory kind of, but mm. come on, man, it's been out for a while. There's a post-credit scene where they're in the karaoke bar and they start singing Old Town Road by Lil Nas. And yeah. someone someone on Reddit or something just deduced that Lil Nas survived the snap. And it's true, because they did some calculations and in the MCU, that song would have come out oh, after the snap. <laughs> don't do this. It's like, yeah, he survived the snap. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was in the mood to sing about Old yeah. Town Roads. <laughs> and Lil, Na- Lil Nas actually acknowledged it. I was like, you know what? Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Fair enough, then. Okay, so he survived the snap. Mate, you, we discussed this a couple of times, but I want, to, I want my movie where they mm-hmm. show exactly... How what happened when certain things return or when certain people return yeah. from the snap? Yeah, How I think you... they've just brushed over all of it. They're just they're just ignoring all yeah. the weird things that could have happened when people return from the snaps. Relationships, yeah. accidents, everything. But we'll never we'll never get it. We'll never get it. But we can we can hope. But mm. they are missing a massive massive story. There. Yeah, I would be more invested in that than any of the Disney Plus ones. Telling you so far, man. It's just interesting to think about. There'd probably be like a fan like um, version of it. I think there needs to be something because mm. I want to know what happens to the people who were mid-flight over <laughs> <laughs> over the Pacific Ocean, mid-flight, and they just, just disappeared. Just transport, not even that mid-flight. Transport in general, trains, yes, cars, oh, bikes, the people oh my who, goodness, who, scooters, who, scooters. Oh my gosh, I would love to see that. Hey, people in cars. Oh my, yeah. See, they're skipping over all of that. They just. We're just meant to assume that everything was fine when people snap back. You snap back in if you were lying in bed, you snap back in your bed, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not addressing anyone who was in the out who was outside the house. Crossing the road. Oh man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'll always I'll always wonder about that, but it's what it is. Yeah, no. It's not we got on good content. Like there's been a lot of Marvel content, man. And we still yes, have, like, the TV more shows. films to go. Yeah, I mean, the, the last TV one shows. we properly reviewed was um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Oh, the TV shows, but yeah, we didn't Loki, even do Loki, Loki, Loki. What do you think of Loki, man? Let's let's chop Loki? it up a little bit. Well, Loki was a well, the show that kind of like like oh yeah, the uh, show. Mm. It was just the show that started the multiverse, man. I was about to yeah. say no spoilers, but you know what? At this point, you, you even know you don't. Yeah, um, they started the multiverse, bro. At the end, I thought it was really good. I like the way mm. they portrayed Kang, the Conqueror, in the ultimate version of yes. himself as well. He, Jonathan Masters, I think. I've seen him in Lovecraft 
country, I think. Yeah, that's, and, that's the first place I saw yeah, him as well. Yeah, same, same exact place. And I loved him in that. And he mm. brought it. No, he he killed it. He killed it. He killed it. In when he when I saw him in Loki, he showed me that he, this guy really has range. Range. Because I would never imagine when I saw him on screen, I would never imagine he gave that performance mm-hmm. that we saw in Loki. That was so good. Yeah, but I I love the whole concept of the show. The the whole thing about variants mm-hmm. and how they explained it with Tara Strong's voice, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. appeared as that coin or clock or whatever. Yeah, man, her voice is so iconic. I love it. Proper. Yeah, the That's variants of uh, the variants of Loki, glorious purpose. Man, I know you love that saying. I yes. know you love that saying. Indeed. Honestly, I thought it was a solid show. Where where does it rank for you in terms of? So we've had um, Wonder Vision, we've had Falcon, Winter Soldier, we've had Loki. Just three of them. Which which of them ranks as number one for you? Loki intrigued me straight away. Wonder Vision didn't. It was slow. Wonder Damn. Vision didn't intrigue anyone straight away. Everyone no. was like, what is going on for <laughs> the first three episodes? I would say Loki, Falcon, Wanda. Only because it just the way they start, each of these shows start just has to get me in a different way. Wanda didn't Ooh, get me. I see. I think... Hmm, it's a tough one, you know. I think, right, number one, in terms of what will I want to watch again, mm. I would say Loki. Yeah, I want to watch Loki more immediately again. Then Falcon, then Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's I have to say, there were some really good scenes in Wonder Vision. I'm not saying it's a bad show. It's just mm. like, personally, my ranking is just like... Yeah, man. man. I, and, I love the fact that Loki fell in love with basically himself. Yeah, that bit. Oh, my God. Did you see, did you see something going around calling self-cest? There was a term no. going around... Yeah, people, people called it self-cest. And people were being proper offended that he made love to himself, essentially. <laughs> he just kissed himself. <laughs> they called he it, they had a name for it. It was a self-cest. It was like, oh, jeez. I've never go. heard that. that no, it's new. a new word, man. It's a new word. It's probably going to be in the dictionary soon. Watch out for it. Wow. And, oh, of course, one of my one of my favorite franchises, The mm-hmm. Quiet Place, had a sequel. Yeah, and you man. remember how upset I was when this was postponed from this was meant yeah, to be out man. in 2020. I know. So when it got postponed, all the it got postponed for over a year, man. So I was so upset, but I finally got to see it, and it did not disappoint whatsoever. Mm. Um, definitely on par with the first one. It was everything I wanted, and wanted a bit more to be honest. But now I've gotten used to the franchise. Each of the films just ending when you want more. So. Yeah. I think it was a really, really good sequel. I have no qualms with that. The only yeah. nitpicky things we do like this just because we can, it doesn't detract from the quality of the film. And the beginning of the film, oh my gosh, that was yeah. the most intense beginning I've seen in ages. Telling you, I finally got a bit of backstory. It's like, where did these things come from? And this, mm-hmm. isn't, even a, this isn't even a spoiler because they re- literally released it before the film. They released the first um, 10 minutes or so online. Yeah. So, yeah, I just love that backstory. It's like, all right, so this is how they crash-landed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's the it reactions amazing. I like. It was the subtle reactions and just how normal... It's just normal people. I imagine that's how normal people would have reacted. Like, when you see, like, a meteor coming down and it hits there, everyone's like, let's get in the car because it's all the way over there and we just have to get further and further away from it. And then you just see the first one just get gut. And it's all silence because the it's coming from the perspective of the door. Oh, yep. I just love it. It's I love it. 
and that I've, bit, <laughs> you know what? The great thing about watching that as an as audience members who know what these things can do and know that if you make a sound, they're going to kill you. So that yeah. scene near the start where they were all hiding in that bar and that mm-hmm. guy was praying. I just felt like everyone was just telling him to shut up. I know, bro. And then uh, Lee puts uh, his hand over his mouth saying, Mm-mm. and then that girl's phone goes off and it's like, oh yeah, you did. Y'all did. <laughs> oh my God. She still uses a phone as a phone. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, man. Oh yeah, it was epic. It was epic. It was, man. But what is it about the Quiet Place franchise and leg injuries? Every oh, time somebody's yeah. leg, somebody's <laughs> leg gotta go. Whether you ah, step on leg. a yeah, ah, you step ah. on a nail barefoot. Which, oh my gosh! Now that family's just cursed with like leg injuries. What Who's was, next? This is a this is a twisted question. But mm. out of stepping on a nail barefoot, oh, full man. force, or getting your foot caught in a bear trap? I've had one of those. What happen would to you me rather? Already. I've had Wait. one of those happen to me already. <laughs> no way. Which one do you think it is? No, it can't be the bear trap one. Of course it's not the bear trap. I don't know no bear tra- I haven't even seen a bear trap in my life. Yeah, it was when a nail. Did, when did you step on the nail? Well, I don't know. I was walking up the steps. It was like, just oh. there. It was like, I didn't even cry out like that guy did in the film. I was just like, oh, okay. Damn. That is bleeding now. Let me just hop to the bathroom and just like put it underneath, the put it in a tub or something. Because that was the only thing I get close to me. I could like think to stop the bleeding on the carpet and stuff. Mm. But yeah, man, that was not painful. I think I have a curse injury, like curse for like leg injuries. Let's hope uh, we've exercised that curse and it's gone away. Mm, no, we can only hope. <laughs> That's why I walk with the fun. That's my. That's why my leg is funny. That's why I walk with that little limp. You know? No, I'm joking. Honestly, I'd rather step on the nail than in a damn bear trap. I think yeah. his leg. He should. His leg should have been amputated. To be honest, but it's a film, so. They're not gonna go that far, but that was crazy. Mm. Every time, as soon as that happened, I was a bit annoyed because I was like, "Oh, we're doing we're doing that thing where we have to go through the film, and he's injured, and it just makes things more tough for them." I'm like, "These guys have already been through it. Give cut, give him a break." Now we have to go through the film, and they got a leg in. Oh, for goodness sake! I know, and that's how I knew the paint was bad. In my head, in the back of my head, I was like, "How painful can it actually be?" I know it's metal and it's penetrating your skin, but that's bad. yeah, in an apocalypse where sound is literally the thing that can get you killed. This boy was in so much pain. He was screaming to the top of yeah, his he, lungs. Yeah, he just didn't care. He's like, if I'm going to die, let them eat me because this hurts too much. I ain't keeping quiet. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm screaming. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Fair enough. Fair All enough. discipline went out the window. I'm just saying. Legit, man. Maybe that's maybe the nail was better. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, obviously neither. But no, yeah. if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna put me through these kind of trials and tribulations, then make it make it the nail. Honestly, oh man, the nail still hurts. <laughs> oh, I just got I got ghost like remember of that. Oh, um, sorry to yeah, sorry to yeah yeah. Let's sorry to bring back man. the PTSD. <laughs> it was my left one, man. It was my left one. It Ooh. really hurt. Ouch. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. You know, you know me and horrors. You know, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of horrors, but I think ever since we had, um, ever since we reviews uh, Hosu Valley, I just, you know, it's like, are horrors that bad? Let me just, let me just give them a go. So I watched, I, I googled, you know, best horror films, and one of the mm-hmm. ones which came up was the franchise 
um, by James Wan, The Conjuring. Uh, it's one of the oh, best. You watched The Conjuring. Fans. I watched The Conjuring. Just the first one, though. Just the first one. That's that's good enough for, for you. That's I'm proud of you. That's a good step. How did you find it? I liked it. I actually, I first it didn't scare me. First of all, it didn't scare me, and wow, I thought it was actually a, an actual good film, not just some scare fest. The backstory they put into, you know, that couple, they're based on real life, which I found was really interesting. So it was a based on real life where a couple, they just go around, um, you know, they help people exercise their demons, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. if their house is haunted, they find out why it's haunted and help you get over that curse. And I just found it was a really good concept yeah. and really good acting. The effects weren't even anything spectacular. It was just... Mm-hmm pure uh, suspense and that kind of thing and mm-hmm. I think what helped a lot was so this is one life hack I've realised with horror films I'm not going to watch it at night I watch this <laughs> nice and early in the day daylight curtains open everything it actually took the edge off not even kidding it took the edge off the fact that I'm watching a horror film which I am religiously against and <laughs> they hate, I hate them but I watched it in daytime and realized, wait, this is a good film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of like this bit in the stand-up. I think, I think it was Kevin Hart. He said something like, why do people act like lights will stop a murder? <laughs> 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 like turning on the light changes anything. <laughs> it's still a horror. Well, listen here, man. Watching horror films, it made all the difference for me. So okay. yes, I, I like that. I'm, I'm going to watch The Conjuring too because I heard it's, it's just as good. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that. And I'm going to look into a few other horror films I've been just avoiding in life because I just hate them. But it's the season. It's the season. Halloween. Indeed. Yeah. I'm glad you're on the horror train, man. I can actually recommend so many to you now. Oh, here we go. Here we just make sure, just listen. It's all getting watched in the daytime. That's all. Don't expect me to watch it at night or anything. That's all I'm saying. We'll get there. Baby steps. Indeed, indeed. Baby steps. Anyway, we wanted to discuss um, Squid Game because it's apparently the most trending topic out there. I I can't look on social media without seeing these jumpsuits or hearing that. Squid Game. <laughs> it's true. Squid Game is, you know, Squid Game as of today is, so we're recording what, 13th, is, mm-hmm. is the most watched show on Netflix ever as of today. Yep. It beat Bridgerton. Yep. I didn't, funny enough, I haven't even seen Bridgerton. Neither I didn't know it was that popular. But yeah. Neither did I. I thought Stranger Things was like the most popular thing. I even thought it was Money Heist, which I still haven't seen, but I heard is really good. You've not seen Money Heist? I haven't, no. But it's gonna, okay. it's on my list. Okay, 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 okay. But, That's always um, on your list. Yeah, I think it's it might even be one of the next ones up. You're gonna definitely have to watch it. Uh, so I'm gonna do a because hmm. I watched so I watched Squid Game in both dubbed and subtitles. I watched subtitles first, then I watched the dubbed. Okay. Because I just like to one is it's a good excuse to watch the show again because it's a really good show. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert! Before it's really good. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just to get the full experience. But the dubbed, oh, some of the voices was just over dramatic, and it didn't. A lot of it didn't even align to the subtitles. I was just, oh no, this, so what's this, going on? 
with dubs sometimes i'm not going to be one of the people who subs or dubs I'm, I'm you do whatever you want watch it however you want that's you but for me if it doesn't line up it really distracts me <laughs> it really really distracts me from the plot like you'd be talking a long sentence but they stopped talking like five minutes ago i'm exaggerating Honestly, obviously, but like with the, the lip sync thing really yeah, bothers a lot of people when it comes to watching things in dub and mm. i've realized it's easier to watch even anime I won't even lie. I, you can crucify me for this if you want. I like watching anime dubbed. Why? Because the when things are out of sync, it's not noticeable at all. Okay. The way the lips move in anime, you can literally be speaking any language and it will line up to it. Can I just that's, ask, which ones have you seen in dubbed? That, oh, that's one you showed me. So, I think Def, Def I know, Note was one yeah, of the first Definite. ones. Yeah, yeah, Def Note was one of them. That, that, that's okay. I watched that mm. in dubbed actually as well. That wasn't that I, I liked. I liked it in dubbed. Yeah, no, that was the main one I watched. There was one you. What was that anime with the character called Blackstar? I forget the name. Oh, Soul Eater. Did you Soul watch Soul Eater? Yeah, yeah, I watched Soul Eater from start to finish. I I watched oh. that in dubbed as well. I really been, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, Soul I that. that was that was sweet. like I think that might have been my first anime. You know, when I watched yeah. that in dubbed. Soul Eater was good, man. Mm. I, with dubbed, I get I get why people love dubbed. You know, it takes less energy, less concentration. Yeah. If you with subtitles, you really gotta open your eye. If you sometimes if you blink, you gotta rewind a bit. It's like, oh, yeah, but geez. the delivery, bro. Watching, oh yeah, watching oh, it in the original voice. Amazing. Yeah, it was cool. Watching it in the original voices of the actors and actresses, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's it's, yeah. it's how they intended for you to see it, so it, it makes sense. Yeah. I was talking to my friend. Apparently, like the subtitle translation isn't a hundred percent correct for some things. Oh, I've seen that. I've the YouTube is flooded with videos from people who understand the language saying, "Yeah, this is off. This is off." There are loads of videos saying um, what uh, what they really said versus what the subtitles said. I I get it. It's never gonna it's never gonna fully align because mm-hmm. I don't because I speak as. Well, I speak, I know enough of um, another language, uh, Chi, which is a Ghanaian language. And sometimes things can't really translate as literally as we'd want. It's just, it's just how it is. The, yeah. How you say something in another language, you say it in English, it's just, it's just going to sound weird. So I get it. It's not going to translate as accurately as you want, but I think we got enough of the gist of the show, you know, mm-hmm. the meaning behind it and whatnot. But yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed. I enjoy Squid Game. Squid Game. Watch that purely because of the hype. The hype is pretty much what got me on it. Without that, I wouldn't have watched it straight up. And I think I, that I, goes for everyone else. I, I think I, I'm not gonna be that guy who said oh, I watched it before the hype. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I did actually watch it before everyone like told me to start watching. Ooh, sorry. It's okay. Your apology is accepted. You were always a bit half-assed. <laughs> But no, it was good. I, I like the fact that I could just watch and just watch the hype and not have to like feel the pressure of having to watch it, knowing I've just watched it already. Like I watched it the first week it came out, I think. Damn, fair enough. I'm yeah. I didn't even I'm not even like I don't even have a Netflix account. I had to borrow my sister made an account for me on hers. So oh, yeah. um I use that, but yeah, I don't I'm not even on Netflix that tough. I think some people Netflix is part of the nightly routine, so obviously a new show pops up, you'll be like, oh, what's that? And just check that out. But yeah, man, I enjoy Squid Game a lot. Um, that first episode shocked me so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, 
I knew you know you know when you just know something something is not right. Everything's a bit too colourful. See the colour scheme and all of that. It was so bright and everything was nice and nothing was in the night time whatsoever. It was, it was very aesthetically pleasing. Very aesthetic. Yeah. It looked like a kids kids show almost, like mm-hmm. one of those kids game shows. And then the first person gets shot when they're playing red light, green light, and they play that song you were humming. <laughs> you know what? In the dub, in the dub version, you kind of miss out on that. In the dub version, all they sing is red light, green light. Really? I've not actually red I, light, green light. Nah, you don't hear that song in the dub version. You just hear oh. red light, green light, red light, green light. So yeah. <laughs> oh, it's wow, a shame though. <laughs> that's one of the main things you miss out on when you watch the dub version with the sub. Mm, but yeah, that first that first gunshot and then the guy, his friend thought he was just being serious, like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> just Come on, man, get up. Yeah. And you got and the panic when everyone Bro, started and you realize, oh wait, a lot of people are gonna die here. Yep. I was just like, yo, stay still, stay still. Nah, they were kept, they just kept, mo- it was pandemonium. Mm. It was pandemonium. Who's your, who's your favorite character in the whole thing? For me, straight um, up, it was Ali. Ali was my favorite yeah, character. Yeah, Ali's a good I shout. I hate how he went out. Damn you, Sangwoo. Damn you. Oh man, I hated that so much. I hated that so much. I never wanted death to a, a fictional character so much. The thing is, yeah, (sighs) what Sangru did was terrible. Don't get me wrong. It was terrible. But after what you've seen in there and how failing the task literally results in your certain death, Sangru did what he had to do. That's all I'm saying. He did. Or Ali Ali was not smart with that. Once the Marvels leave your hand, that's it. You're at risk. You're done. So, and the thing was... Yeah, Sangu was just smart, man. He I hate was. to say it. Ali was my favorite character. And my best moment was when he held up yeah, the main character. Just held him up by his collar from from falling down and getting shot. Yeah, that was, a, that was amazing. And keeping still at the same time. Not trembling. I would be trembling. I'm not going to lie. Exactly. He was just like, oh my God, I'm not dead. Someone's actually holding me up. Mm-hmm. This whole series kind of made me think, well, it kind of does pose the question, what would you do for money? Like, Listen. Who would you backstab for money, man? Honestly, we were talking about this in the beginning. Like, <laughs> we're, we're tired of being poor. We want to be rich, but like, for real, <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the lengths we would go for like, to get that much money? Like, I don't think I would ever join the Squid Game, but would you? Now, see, when they oh, first went, no. when they oh, first, help me out, hear me out. First of all, if someone approaches me like that on the tube or something, the Londoner in me just wouldn't entertain it. <laughs> I'd just be like, who the hell is this? Huh? I just think it's literally it's a crazy person. I'm just... <laughs> I'm sure you've seen all the memes of what if Sangwoo... Or not... What if Squid Game was in London? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you couldn't recruit anyone. No one nah. would talk to you. I've seen, I've seen like, um, fake invitations on, Inst- on Instagram and, like, uh, Twitter. One of them was even in my postcard. I was like, no. No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they even made. They said they. I saw it on Twitter like uh, some version of it was in Dubai, but a non-violent version. 
Oh yeah, they're replicating it because it's so yeah. popular, which I thought was really smart. Mm. Yeah. It's insane. I'm I'm actually happy for all these actors in it. Yeah. I don't think they would have imagined it blowing up like this. Mm. So I'm just happy for them. I just like seeing wins like that. Honestly, it's amazing. It's good, but I see a lot of people. They're actually watching like um, this other one called Alice in Borderland, which I have seen already. I'm not being that guy, but I have seen already. <laughs> I I watched that till episode four. And I couldn't continue because it just didn't grip me, man. I just, that yeah. that wolf game, I just thought, yeah, what is this, man? Oh, this you should stick it out, man. It's actually pretty good. Really? Yes. I think I need to leave a bigger time gap between. Because I watched Squid Game and I went straight mm-hmm. into that, and Squid Game had my expectations so high. I thought Alice and Borderland was going to be on the same level, which it isn't, in my opinion. And I think you'd agree that it's not as good as Squid Game. Yeah. But mm. it's a good show, so I'm going to give it more time and then go back to it, for sure. Yeah, man. But yeah. I would go in Squid Game. All right? Did you see how much money they... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen. Yo. The thing is, I don't feel sorry for any of the characters in who, any of the contestants. Are you kidding me? What about... What's her name? Who got shanked in the night? No, you know why? You know why I don't feel sorry for them? Why? They all chose to go back in there. They all they all go out. They had no that's, other that's, choice. This, um, they, did, they do have a choice. What do you mean? No, well, they all got yeah. out. They all got out. The old man who was secretly um, you know, the owner of the games, mm-hmm. he literally, he had the deciding vote and he stopped it. He sent everyone back. They were out. Them going back in, was just me. At that point, I was like, you know what? If you die, you die. Don't feel sorry. <sighs> sorry. Okay. Yeah, I understand the logic. I'm just like... But I understand their point of view too. Like, they had no other options other than, like, to get money other than just, like, risk you all. You always have a choice, man. You just always have a choice. Like, they just, they just went back in because they had their eyes on the money. They ignored all the death. Or Literally, they were there in the same room where hundreds, literal hundreds of people got shot to death. And they said, you know what? I'm going back in there. Why? <laughs> Round two. For money. So you can't really, I'm, well, me personally, I'm not really going to feel sorry for them saying, man, all this violence and whatnot. They all went back. From the moment they went back in, it was their choice. And that's where my sympathy ended. But from the first bit where they innocently played a game with a weird man in a suit, was also the lead actor in Train to Busan. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they played a game with him and they went in innocently thinking, oh, cool, this is just going to be fun. That's when I was like, oh my days. So Initially, I did I did think that the main character was my favorite character, but the fact that he didn't even like try and be a father to his son with them, father to his son, father to his daughter with the money that he won. And he, oh God, me. Me and LeBron James have the same point of view. I read something just before this call, and I was like, I'm going to mention it in this. LeBron James hates the fact that he's not a father to his her, his daughter. I, I hate that too. That's what, yeah. that's what made it. That's what made me didn't make him not my favorite character, like, honestly. Well, like Jihan, he didn't want to take care of... Yeah, you're right, you know. He, he oh. would literally do everything in the games to stay alive, but taking care of his daughter is just like, yeah, it's whatever. And you know what? That main, the lead character, Jihan, I just, I found it hard to be on his side. I know in in the games, you know, we're meant to see him as he's our guy, you know? But yeah. when he punched, when he punched the stepdad and everything, I'm just like, man, what's wrong with this guy? He's, he's a messed up guy. I just, 
Mm-hmm. I couldn't get with him, and the sympathy is, it just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I was on his side when he was fighting Sang Woo, because Sang Woo's evil. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's more evil, but mm-hmm. yeah. Beyond that, on the outside world, you know what? Fair enough. He probably deserves to be in his predicament kind of thing, but man. So the one, the, the model girl. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen a few things about her. She's been, everyone's been going crazy about it. I think she's gotten a few gigs over this as well. She's like the new face of one multi-million brand or something. Oh. I forgot. Yeah. I didn't see who it was exactly. It's like a big brand. It might have been Louis, Louis Vuitton or something like that. Oh, well, fair enough. Good for her. But, yeah. Her. Everyone's going crazy over her. Is It's everyone from this show which is blown. <laughs> it's crazy. It's good though. I I kind of like the fact that everyone's like getting over the subtitle thing and they're just watching it and realizing that these films are actually or films or TV shows are amazing. Train to Busan. A lot of people were on that. Yeah, well, Train to Busan. I watched that straight up in subtitles and it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, do you remember when uh, Junho, the director of uh, Parasite, Junho, said mm-hmm. his speech at the Oscars? Just told basically told the world stop being lazy and read subtitles and you'll see some good content. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just that, just just like that. So he's right. He's right. Everyone suggests there's so. I know someone who's proper into Korean dramas and this is just normal for them. <laughs> yeah, normal for them. So it's yeah. I'm just I'm looking forward to discovering more of these dramas, but. If Parasite and Squid Game and, you know, shows like this haven't taught you, Korean shows are popping. Mm-hmm. Which of the games would you say is just the worst? So we had six games in there, right? We had yeah. Red Light, Green Light. We had the Cookie Game. We had the Tug of War. We had Walking on the Glass. We had... Oh, I'm, I'm missing one out. Tug of War, Glass, and the final Squid Game. Oh, yeah, so it's five. I really understand. Yeah, I, I still don't understand Squid Game, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, I was just more focused on the fact that Sangri was still breathing, and <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to stop <laughs> and just get beaten so he could win the game. I didn't care about the rules. Um, I'll say the game that would frighten me the most would be the Glass one. The Glass one, yeah... I feel like in all the other, so the red light, green light, you are absolutely in control of your own destiny. Even though that initial shock of being shot, if you could hold your nerve through that, easier said than done. <laughs> if you can hold your nerve through that, it's it's quite simple. I know, yeah. again, easier said than done because I wasn't in there. But you can hold your nerve through that, you'll be fine. Just don't move and move when the music's playing. The cookie one... Oh, that umbrella would destroy yes. me. <laughs> I would umbrella. just eat the cookie. I would just eat the cookie. At least I'm full <laughs> when you shoot me. <laughs> you know what? I'll be so... <laughs> I'll be a proper mercenary of it. And I just... I'll just move the gun to my head. You know what? <laughs> just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> Pull the trigger, man. I'll be like, I'll be like the little girl in Rush Hour. <laughs> Sue Young. Come on. Come on, pull yeah. the trigger. <laughs> I'll literally just be like that, man. Or even um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator. Do yeah. it. Do it Come now. 
come on. on. I'm right here. Come on. Shoot me. Shoot me. Come on. Do what it now. Waiting for. Hold on. All right, do it now. Yeah. Uh, we're too silly, man. But yeah, that biscuit game, the umbrella one. I don't, oh I feel like that even though that's a horrible one, that umbrella one is still not as bad as say the the glass one, which I agree with you by the way, that is the worst one. That is that one and tug of war. I feel like it's being those two because both things have to do with heights and I don't like heights too much, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. The tug of war one, it just seems like if you either have the pure brute strength on your side or the technique like our main characters did. Yeah, technique was there, man, honestly. I did find it interesting, though, that the old man helped them out a lot with that. Knowing he... So, one thing, I, in fact, going a step back, was he ever truly at risk of dying in these games? I think he was. Do you think so? I think so. Interesting. Actually, mm. uh, I don't... Actually, I'm not even sure. You know, I have to rewatch it. You know, That's a good chance to rewatch it and just see if he had chances he could have died. Because mm, I... I've watched it twice over now, and there's some moments where I'm like, oh, wait, he really could have died through this, and other times I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And the, once you watch it again, you start to see all the clues, by the way, that he's not like the rest. For mm-hmm. example, how he was smiling during red light, green light, when everyone was just despairing. That was probably one of the first solid clues, you know, that this guy's not like the rest. He's just enjoying it in here. What's wrong with this guy? Bro, the smile on his face has been memed so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love true. it, man. He's just like a glee. <laughs> and his stares, I don't know why, it makes me laugh. His legs are spread out and he's just like... <laughs> it's true, man. Oh, jeez. Now, that, you know, the glass game here, yeah, I, mm. I enjoyed that whole scene, but I just found it so convenient how one of the people who have managed to stay alive all throughout to that game is someone who's an expert in making glasses. <laughs> that, yeah, that yeah. was very coincidental. It's like, oh, well, he didn't die in red light, green light. Well, he made it through the, the candy cookie game. Well, he made it through tug of war just mm-hmm. so he could be in this scene. You know, a bit of um, plot armor. That kind of thing. Like, this is my time to shine. Yeah. Glass maker school, pay him <laughs> off. Okay, guys, I got this. Let me just dim the lights a little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell which one is which, guys. It's the way Sang Wu just pushed you. He's <laughs> like, oh, that to hell with this. Oh, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Boondocks. <laughs> Not me, bitch. You. <laughs> <laughs> that bit in Soul Plane 2, the trailer where. Oh, Air Marshal 50 Cent. Oh, Air Marshal 50 Cent. Oh, Air Marshal 50 Cent. You're so brave to sacrifice yourself for us. Not me, bitch. You. <laughs> Use her as a shield and just start shooting behind the back. I was like, oh, I'm done. That me so much of you. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. Now, you know what? I was, although that was a horrible thing for Sangu to do, I was mm-hmm. quite annoyed. And this, I'm ter- you know what? The more we discuss this, the more I don't like that Jihan. I do not like him. Because mm-hmm. remember when he was giving Sangu attitude about why he pushed that guy? Acting like he is the moral superior in that situation when he literally tricked the old man out of all the marbles. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the one I was leaving out, by the way, the marbles game. He was tricked he tricked the old man out of all the all the marbles and literally just sent him to his death. 
he what he did is no different to what Sangu did when he pushed that guy. Mm. Meanwhile, he's coming to give it give it the large, saying, "Why did you push that guy? Uh, you you literally killed Ilnam. What do you mean? So come on." As yeah, I just thought it's very hypocritical. Doesn't look after his daughter. Not likable, man. Not likable. Nah, I don't know why he dyed his hair red. I need to find out. Yeah, that, that red thing. Reason. The only thing I can think of was, you know, the people in charge were all in red, and maybe he just wanted to feel like he was in charge of his life again. But that's just my completely made up by myself theory. I don't know. There are a bunch of theories out there. I have two that. I kind of like, but I don't think they're really valid. I think they're like a strategy. Yeah, let's let's hear it, man. We're here to discuss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them is just like uh, the way he got recruited with the two uh, cards. One oh yeah, was red, one, one was red, one was, was blue. blue. I don't, yeah, think, so, I don't believe that one personally because yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. Because really. why would you um, recruit a random to recruit someone who is who does not flinch in the sight of death and can literally pull a trigger without thinking twice? You don't just recruit them from normal civilians you have to go to like the army or mercenaries and pay them very well to do that kind of thing unless they go through some intense rigorous training but i just don't think you recruit someone to do that kind of job contestant fine pick the green one fine but would you really recruit someone who does not flinch in the face of death as in pulls the trigger like you from point blank range without thinking mm-hmm. twice. You really recruit yeah. them from a civilian train station like that? I don't know, man. So they chose to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's um, why I don't buy that one. Yeah, but my other theory was just um is to deal with Ilnam. Um, there's a bit before the Marvels bit where he's like, um, <clears throat> don't don't wear wear a jacket because if you don't wear a jacket, they look down on you. So he gave him his jacket. And he still had his jacket after he supposedly died um, from that Marvel game. And the fact that he had the jacket still kind of like symbolized that he was like earmarked to be the winner in the final Squid Game. But again, I feel like that's a stretch. Because I number think one that, was his yeah. number. Yeah, I feel like it was a stretch because there was nothing in there to suggest that Jihan was going to be protected from anything. Like after the Marbles, he still had to go through um, the Glass Game. For example, like there was no, and there was no, in, there was no like indication given to him to pick the last number. That was by pure. How lucky was that, by the way? <laughs> you mm-hmm. pick number one or sixteen, or whatever it was. It's like, <laughs> whoo, you were that close. You were that. So there was no like hint or nudge given to him to pick the last number. It was by pure luck. So that's why I don't buy that one. But yeah, the lo- I know there are loads of theories flying around, but. Yeah, the glass stepping stones, I agree. The worst. It's pure luck. They're just lucky, I guess, to have had that expert in glass to get them that far. <laughs> God, that was very cool. <laughs> it's pro- proper, isn't it? Just stick him in there. Um, he was probably a normal character up to episode four or something. And the writers were like, you know what? Just make one of them a glass expert. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with it and if they go for a second season I feel like it kind of needs to because it's like very popular and I don't think it will just end with him being red-headed and not a father I want him to be a father by the end of this series but, mm, yeah. possibly but whatever they do please do not bring those Americans back they nearly ruined the show man 
well, why were they so cartoony and cliches? Like, I'm American. I'm going to speak like yes. And <laughs> just why did you pick the number 69? Oh, I thought it was a, a pretty good number. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, that was please leave them out. <laughs> you know what? One thing we've actually forgotten to talk about because it's so forgettable, but I feel like it might be important later on. The whole side story with the detective and the brother, and this everyone forgets about that. What well, yeah, his brother, his brother Ilhu, who won, he apparently won the games. Um, a few years prior, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he became the front man. So yeah, the front man, ah. the, the assistant to the regional manager. At first, you know what? I did care for that storyline at first when it just seemed like he was infiltrating the games, um, from an outside perspective. But I just like the fact that they've had this supposedly foolproof system where the security was top-notch and no one could sneak in. So I just like the fact that he was behind the scenes and breaking it down so we, we as the audience could see how the whole thing worked and you know what goes into everything. So I like that. But yeah, how it ended, it being his brother, a bit predictable, a bit predictable. Yeah. And I think he's still alive because they did the thing where the typical thing where one, we didn't see his dead body, and two, he wasn't shot in the head or anything. He was shot in the shoulder and he just fell. He's probably going to survive. And yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I didn't really care for that, to be honest. Didn't really care for it. And if I'm being totally honest, in terms of the show overall, I don't need a season two, <laughs> personally. Mm, I don't I need a season two. I don't feel like season two is going to be the same energy because there was something about. And I don't know if you ever get this. There's something about a show when the actors aren't super famous worldwide mm-hmm. or anything where, I know, sometimes you can see it in their eyes. The, the energy is just different where it's just yeah. pure. I'm just here. Yeah. They've got oh. that success looking that kind of eye. But it's not yeah. a bad thing. You want you to be successful. But like before, it kind of felt like you were giving it your best. Now you're kind of like, I got this in the bag. Yeah. Kind of like that. And... Slight segue. I saw I saw that happen in Friends. Like in oh. Friends, you saw like later seasons, you could sort of feel the change. It's like we're all famous now. I got that kind of vibe from it. We're known After, now. Yeah, like in the first few seasons, Chandler was jumping around, jumping on tables and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then he just calmed down. <laughs> just like, oh, <laughs> I got the money now. I don't need to do all that. <laughs> you know, oh, that's just my my two pence anyway. Yeah, no, I, I I'm, ha- I'm happy with this solo season, but I know by popular, you know how it goes in Hollywood, man. Not well, this isn't Hollywood, but in the entertainment industry, if people mm-hmm. like it, they're gonna bring more. Yeah, no matter true. how the story ends, they are going to bring more. So. Yep, unfortunately, some things that just really should just leave as they are. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. If they bring a season two, I want it to be so 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 good and successful. But I just feel like. There's something, something's been crossed where they're famous now, and yeah, just my two pence. Yeah, that's good two pence, man. It makes sense. Like, there's always a bit of fatigue with these kind of things. But yeah, where it's popular, where it's demanded, there's going to be supply. Isn't it? So, and sometimes, sometimes when they release, when they do sequels to these things after huge unexpected successes. Sometimes they, and I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head, there tends to be a bit too much fan service 
in the sequel or the second seasons. Well, happened with Game of Thrones towards the end, unfortunately. Fan, they fan serviced the hell out of that thing, season seven and eight, especially. Oh my yeah, days. They really they fan serviced. Everyone's asking, is he a, is he a Targaryen? Is he a Targaryen? And they were like, you want, you want to know the answer? Here's your answer. Forget, yes. forget the narrative we've been setting up. Here's your answer. That's like legit. So I, when shows are, you know what I mean? When shows get crazy successful like that, they tend to lose a bit of what made them true to themselves and, yeah, they sacrifice a bit of that for a bit of fan service, which I always hate. But as I said, if there is a season two, I do hope it's literally same level of quality, if not better. And yeah, I'll leave it there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I've covered everything I kind of wanted to discuss with Squid Game. But I'm looking forward to discussing horror. I'm going. I'm bringing it back to horror. I'm, I can't wait to discuss horror and more with you. No. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Be like that guy in the this is the yes man in the Simpsons. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for the other Simpsons clip that you love. All opposed. Yeah. <laughs> Dental plan. All opposed. All 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 in favor. Say aye. All opposed. Yeah. Who, Who keeps saying say that? that? <laughs> yeah, with him. Yeah, Galen Fields. <laughs> no, <laughs> Simpsons. We need to discuss... The, we, one of these days, we need to discuss the Simpsons, the glory days of the Simpsons. Yeah, man, for sure. Because I swear, people growing up these days on the, the newer episodes just don't realise they're genius of the show. Mm-hmm. Early on, but it yeah, used man. to have hearts, man. Listen, it was perfect. Like empty, <laughs> empty with just pure celebrity cameos and random storyline. I don't know, man. Yeah, this show used to be amazing, like one mm-hmm. of the best ever. I'm not even kidding. So, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's been a good comeback. Comeback, yeah, man. Just chopping it up, isn't it? So a lot's happened. We brush over a few things, but mm-hmm. we are alive and well, and. We hope we you are too. Indeed. Yes. So, go on, you do, you do the... Oh, I'm going to do it this time. Oh, hey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, till next time, we are out. Peace.